Welcome to Impact the World, a podcast from West Park Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is where we discuss topics related to how we can all love God, love people, and impact the world. Here's your host, Tara Hayes. I'm your host, Tara Hayes, and uh, this month, the month of August, our ministry focus is students, being middle school and high school students, and Today, I'm getting to sit down with Audra Cheney. Hey, Audra. Hello, Tara. How's it going? Good. And we're going to talk about middle school uh, ministries, but it's a real shame that all of you couldn't hear (laughs) pre-show. Audra was sharing uh, one of her hidden, maybe Mm. not so hidden talents of beatboxing. Becoming not so hidden as people find out about it. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, maybe you can talk about that later and how it was influential in your middle Uh school years. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I think for those who don't know you, which that's sad, everybody should know Audra, um, share a little bit about yourself and your testimony, because I know your testimony is um, very pivotal to your being involved in ministry. Absolutely. Middle school ministry. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Um, well, hello, everyone. My name is Audra. Um, <laughs> Hi, so, Audra. Hello. So God has used West Park Baptist Church in my life um, in really mighty ways. So my parents started coming to West Park when I was three. So I am born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. I remember that. Yes, you do? I do. You remember three-year-old Audra? I do. You were wow. so cute. Oh, you're, I mean, you're still cute, but you're really cute. Oh, anyway. well, thank you. Yeah. And I remember you growing up. And oh. it is um, all good things. Not as cute. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so fun, like, seeing a lot of West Park members and families that have known me for so long. I've known them for so long and really love being in community with them. Um, but yes, so West Park is the church where I came to faith when I was seven. Um, and very thankful for that through the Awana program. And so thankful for my parents bringing myself and my siblings to church and memorizing scripture. It's so funny. My parents have a have a little video of um, my sister and I, like, working on our Awana memory verses when we were really little. Like, Aww. Mrs. T, uh, Diedrich, that makes yeah. our food, like, had me in cubbies. Here's a good plug for Awana. Hey, this We're, is a great plug yeah. for Awana. This, it's important. Yes. And my sister, who's like a year and a half older than me, we were working on our Wana verses and it was something about God had spoken. And I was saying that God had smoking. <laughs> and my dad got the video camera out and, and my sister's like, God had spoken. And I was like, God was smoking. And my mom's like, no, quite. we will work on our verses. Um, so very thankful. And I'd heard the gospel growing up in kids ministry and parents at home. Um, but when I was seven years old in the Sparky's class in the upstairs fellowship hall, wow! I can actually tell you, like, point out where I was sitting. That's awesome. Because I remember that. And I remember, um, don't remember, you know, who was, but um, a man was teaching us that night and was sharing about Jesus and our need for him and how we can ask him and he can come live into our and, and come live in our lives and be our God and forgive us of sin. And I remember sitting there and I remember thinking, they usually do an invitation of like, you know, raise your hand if you, um, you know, believe this and, and want to put your faith in Jesus. And I remember thinking, I can't wait for that invitation. Aww. I want to believe in him now. So I remember bowing my head and just saying, Lord, I know I need you and please come and live in my heart. And I remember, you know, popping up my head and 
As soon as I did that, the man said, now let's bow our heads. And if you want to accept Jesus in your heart. <laughs> Oops, I've already and done it. And I was it. like, I missed it, but I didn't miss anything. No. And I just remember so much joy in that mm. moment. Like, I was always a happy kid. Yeah. But what I experienced in that moment was different. It was joy, joy of the Lord. And mm. I remember walking out of that room feeling like an absolute superstar, like mm. just strutting, like I have Jesus <laughs> in my heart now. And God just took me on this journey um, of just understanding what a treasure that Jesus Christ is and that anything this world offers is so empty and there's true life in Christ. And um, and then, you know, middle school was a part of middle school ministry at West Park, part of high school ministry, left for four years uh, to go to college. And I'm so thankful for how the Lord orchestrated um, for me to, to be in ministry because I wanted to be in ministry and I knew I loved middle schoolers and I knew I loved students and I loved the Spanish language. So I went to school to be a middle school Spanish teacher. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, it's so funny. There's some info I didn't know. Hey, there you go. Fun fact. Um, but I really, as I was in my classes and I was, you know, a teacher's aide and all the stuff, I just had this deep desire to get to know every student and what's going on in their lives. And I just really felt the Lord calling me into ministry. And um, so it was really just through taking the the exam to be a teacher and actually failing it by one point to oh. be a Spanish teacher. And But two days before I found out um, that I had failed that exam is when Pastor Sam talked to me about working at West Park. So it was really cool how the Lord like led for me to wow. serve in ministry here at the church. Um, and I just love that. And I love our middle school students, and I love – all of the leaders who love to pour into the students. Um, last night was our first night of our Wednesday night program. Yes. And we had 20 middle schoolers and 15 leaders. Oh, and wow. I was like, these, these are no, good ratios. Some, yeah, there you go. Some one-on-one relationship building. Absolutely. But um, yeah, God, God has used West Park just so greatly in my life. And I'm so thankful for that. Well, that's awesome. Um, so I there's been some restructuring a little bit mm-hmm. in students. And so I know previously you and Colin were both like co-directors of middle and high school, but this year that has changed Mm -hmm. and you are now the middle school director. I am. That's exciting. It is exciting. So let's talk a little bit about um, what, how you see that ministry changing, like some, some plans that you have for how you think God is going to direct you in that uh, ministry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am so thankful. Um, And I just, I love that middle school age group. And I'm so excited. Um, This semester, we are doing a study on the book of Ephesians. And so myself and Matthew Goldstein, we're going to be teaching that every other week on Wednesday nights. So what ministry to middle schoolers look like, it's a very relational ministry. Mm -hmm. Because what middle schoolers need is they need to know that there's adults who care for them and want to listen. Yeah. Because when you're in that in that stage of life, you're you're trying to especially you know if you're raised hearing the gospel, hearing about Jesus, you're trying to figure out, okay, you know, I'm I'm at this age where I'm starting to develop my own opinions. Do I believe this? Yeah. And I have friends at school that don't and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how does Jesus impact my actions and the way I speak and They've got, they've got doubts, too, that sometimes yeah. they may feel embarrassed to bring up. And if those doubts aren't addressed, those doubts about God and his love, that can carry into their adulthood. Right. And it's very much a um, almost like an identity crisis. Right. It's very much figuring out where do I fall and what I believe, who I am, what, is, what kind of person do I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's yeah. it's a hard time, I think. It is. And they're so um, easily influenced. Yeah. And so they're wondering, you know, how do I spend my time? Who's going to influence me? And things will influence them, yeah. whether they, they know it or not. So middle school ministry is a very relational ministry where I desire for students to have at least one adult at West Park um, who who knows them and cares for them. And I love that we also are partnering with parents mm. and, and encouraging them as they raise their kids in the Lord. And I know my mom told me she was so glad that I had women at West Park pouring into me yeah. and that she and my dad were not alone in that. Yeah. And my mom took so much comfort in that. So I want parents to take comfort that we have um, godly leaders who love these students and want to listen to them and listen to their thoughts and, and help them figure out what they think about life and what they think about Jesus and to be encouraged in that way and to also have godly friendships. So West Park um, Middle School Ministry, very relational. We have our Sunday morning uh, student groups at 9, 15 a.m. where they oh. meet with their leaders. And um, we're going through this really cool workbook called What's Up. I was actually a few years ago Googling like Christ-centered Sunday morning curriculum for middle schoolers. And then the <laughs> first link that popped up said, finally, a Christ-centered Sunday morning curriculum for middle schoolers. And I was like, <laughs> like oh, let's go. Sign me up. <laughs> and it was a Gospel Coalition um, article about this um, really awesome curriculum, and I love it, and um, I've shared it with some of our pastors and elders, and I think it's great, and that's what we're studying on Sunday mornings. Good. So will that take you through the entire year? It will, just about to like the, the middle the of March. Year. Yeah, okay. And awesome. Take it to, to May, so That's yeah. really exciting. Mm -hmm. So Sunday mornings, you're doing that, and then I know Wednesday nights has changed up too for middle school, so let's talk about what that looks like. It has, yes. So when um, Colin and I were the leaders of student ministry, we called our Wednesday night program 633, um, which actually has been in the name since he and I were both <laughs> right. in student ministry. For many years. Yes. And based off of um, Matthew 633, um, but with kind of the new direction of middle school and high school becoming two separate ministries, kind of having their own identity mm -hmm. um, separate. Um, we're also separating um, our events that happen throughout the year as well. And I think that will be helpful to have more specific teaching for the sixth to eighth grade age range. So Colin can have more specific teaching to ninth to 12th right. grade. Um, so I do think there's a lot of benefits there. Um, so our Wednesday night program, I'm letting high school take the name of 633. <laughs> and this summer I was like, Lord, I got to come up with a new name. Will you help me to think of something? So I was, oh, Tara, if you only knew all the names I was thinking of for Wednesday night. And um, I, I know of what other like middle school ministries in Knoxville call it. Yeah. And I like was thinking about theirs. And I was like, I like those names. And I was like, can I yeah. steal those names? <laughs> Probably not. Well, Probably not the biblical thing to do. Uh, would it be bar thievery, though? or yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't, you could contact them, franchise it. Oh, there we go. That's right, franchising. <laughs> so I was just thinking, and um, I I thought of and was inspired by other things um, for the name anchored, mm. and um, that is what we call our Wednesday night middle school program. We call it anchored, and what I love about that name is. You know, the Bible compares us to, you know, ships that can be tossed by the winds mm, and the yeah. waves. 
And that which if that doesn't describe middle school, I don't know what does. Exactly. <laughs> they're they're tossed and there's different thoughts and ideas and influences coming their way. And they're wondering like, will there ever be stability? Will I yeah. ever feel secure? And um, yes, Christ offers us security, true security that can only be found in him. And we want to learn how to be anchored to Christ. Yeah. And so that's what that, that program's all about. That's the, that's the name of that program. And then we are uh, studying the book of Ephesians this semester, um, which is really fun. So I kicked it off last night uh, with a little introduction of the first two verses. And awesome. I'm so excited for this semester. Wow. Well, I know my husband is involved this he year. Is, He's yes. pretty excited too. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited to see how God moves in middle school and Absolutely. grows that ministry and brings all of that together. Mm-hmm. So um, you want to talk a little bit about um, maybe like activities or projects or anything that you have going on in middle school coming up in the next year? Or do you, we can skip that if you want. <laughs> so I have, I have ideas of what I want to accomplish with, accomplish with them. Yes. Um, and so I do have an event coming up that I have not promoted yet. Oh, but we can drop it here. Sure. Let's drop it here. <laughs> let's do it. And I'll talk to that communication team. <laughs> Oh, yes, absolutely. You you got a good connection to that, got, don't you, Tara? Got a connection to those people. Absolutely. So you'll get a, a preview of that. Yeah. So when I think about middle school ministry and us being relational and helping them develop, you know, godly relationships with adults, their peers, but then also um, them becoming, you know, faithful disciples of Jesus Christ, I want to have a variety of activities. Yeah. So my goal for September is to have a very relational event, and we're calling it River Day. Oh. That's right. And so I know you probably know what that entails. A river. A river. On a day. Probably water. Yes, probably. And that day will be September 23rd. Nice. So I'm going to finalize more of the plans and promote them to families, but um, that's going to be a day for middle schoolers and our the leaders of middle school ministry to just hang out at a river. So we're going to go to the Hawassi River, mm. and there is a retreat there owned by a family that loves to provide a space for churches to come and bring their groups. Um, and so they actually, they, they say, come, you know, free of charge, but we ask that you would do a time of teaching or of worship and, you know, spending time in God's word. And I'm like, well, we can oh, definitely we'll do that. Definitely do that. Absolutely. So we're going to have a time. Um, we're, there's a water slide, kayaks, canoes, um, a big field, volleyball net, all sorts of. Well, that sounds so like a, a lot day. of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Well, I know that you um, in um, kind of revamping middle school ministry and you've built a great team of volunteers. Yeah, and so thankful. Um, that's exciting. But I know it's also on your heart very much to partner with the parents. Mm-hmm. Do you, and I know you touched on that a little bit. Um, is there more that you would want to say about that? That is something that um, I'm so excited about and something that we will develop um, kind of as we go along. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, West Park, we're starting to um, kind of create and finalize more of a family ministry that includes birth to eighth grade. Right. And so middle school ministry will get to be a part of that team. And as a team, we meet weekly and we pray for families. Yeah. And we pray for students. And I know we talked about we're gonna um we're gonna have a newsletter that comes out that has resources for families. 
um, parenting resources, biblical resources. We've also talked about some ideas of how can we equip and encourage parents in all the stages of life. And so I'm not going to share any ideas just yet that we have um, because we are finalizing those, but we do have, we're praying through and we do have things in mind that we're going to finalize soon. Um, And I also encourage families at West Park to, um, especially the parents, to be really connected to a community group and to come to our equipping classes on Sunday mornings. Because when the parents are rooted in God's word mm-hmm. and they're especially in, in a community with other believers and other parents, they can sharpen one another and they can really af- like affect and impact their family for generations yeah. um, if they are faithful followers of Jesus and are strong prayer warriors for their children. So as a church, we have amazing ways for adults to get connected yeah. and an incredible biblical counseling ministry, biblical support ministry, and we have amazing elders that would love to sit down with, with parents and, and help them through yeah. the struggles they're facing. Well, I know it's important. Um, you know, I sat down and Colin and I had a conversation mm-hmm. about high school ministry. Um, and we both just kind of touched on it. That, that partnership with parents is very important because you will have a middle schooler in your um in your gathering mm-hmm. on Sunday morning for like an hour and a half. Right. You'll have them for an hour and a half on Wednesday night. You may have them for three to four hours a week, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of life that happens outside of those three to four hours. Right. And so partnering with those parents and helping them know like, Hey, you're not trying to raise um, godly children on your own, I think is super important. Exactly. And I think the Lord is so honored when the family and the church partner together because God loves family. Right. God loves his church. And um, a family is supposed to not operate without the church. And and the church, we need the family. And so I think God is so glorified when we come together and we see that. Um, And I love building relationships with the parents of my students. Um, I love hearing what's going on in the home and how I can pray for them. But I'm always so encouraged how those parents um, just teach their kids and, and point them to Jesus. And oftentimes those parents feel like their kid is not listening to them. <laughs> and it feels like I think that. every parent feels that way, yes, don't they? Yes, <laughs> exactly. But what's so cool, Tara, is on Wednesday nights we break out into little discussion groups, and I call them heart groups because that's where we want to see the change happen and right. loving the Lord with our hearts. And um, there are some girls in my heart group last semester, last spring semester, um, where the girl said, <clears throat> it's like my mom said, and she would, you know, said something like a verse her mom taught her. Or, yeah. you know, it's like Colin said at Fall Retreat, or when someone else said, or it's like what Pastor Samon said on Sunday morning, or yeah. it's like what my dad is, always tells me. And, um, and I'm like, they are listening. Yeah. They are. are. They don't look like they are. <laughs> They don't want to act like they are either. Really. Right. But they are listening. And there is an impact that's being made in their hearts. And they look up to their parents. Yeah. And parents need to know that. Um, to, to really parent by faith and not by sight. Um, and um, so, yeah, it's just, it's yeah. so wonderful getting to know those parents and, and walking alongside them. Well, I think and along those lines of it, the appearance of, the middle schoolers not paying attention. Mm-hmm. 
I think, you know, a lot of times people have that, that view of they're just kind of out there doing their own thing and, and, um, how much are they really being changed by what they're hearing? Mm -hmm. But I think, um, I'd love to hear what you see God doing in middle school lives, because I think sometimes we, um, it's easy in all stages to discount youth sometimes right. and what God is doing. But I mean, you were called as a young child. Mm -hmm. I was called as a very young child and he doesn't call us and then not do anything with us right. until we're adults. We don't just magically reach an age where he, um, the Holy Spirit starts to work in our lives. So I know those that are following him, God is doing things in their lives. So what do you see are some of the things that God's doing in the lives of middle schoolers right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and like what the point you're making, we're all at different levels and God does call us at different ages. And when I look at my students, I have those that are saved and I have those that are not. Mm. And that is always a reminder for me to pray earnestly and fervently and daily for those salvations. And that's what we long for. And we teach the gospel every chance that we get um, so that they can come and, and repent and follow Jesus. And um, for those that are saved, it is so beautiful to see them taking those steps of being a faithful disciple. We have students who ha are so servant-hearted, and they are serving in their church. They're serving here. And I want to provide more opportunities for that. And so that's other events I'm looking at. And other people I talk with are, hey, I got a bunch of middle schoolers, and and they are gifted by God. Like God gives spiritual gifts to yeah. all of his children. Yep. And when I look at my students, like I've got a lot. They're, they're very gifted drawers. And they just, they love like doodling, but they're really good at it. Yeah. I've got some that are so good with younger kids and with children and some that are very musically gifted, some that are very athletic and letting them see that God um, equips you and gives you gifts to use for his glory. And so I see students who um, we also have a lot with a lot of questions. I will get texts from some of them like on a weekend. <laughs> I'll be like at the pool with my grandma <laughs> on a Saturday and I'll get a question and, you know, question, you know, maybe like, you know, why doesn't God just kill Satan? <laughs> You I know, mean, right? Like these are questions <laughs> that they have, or why did God allow Eve to to disobey Him? Yeah, um, and and they have no idea how deep theologically these questions. I know. <laughs> so, it's like, you're like, oh man, how do I explain this to a middle schooler? You know, they're so curious, and there is a depth that they can handle. And so you'll catch me at the YMCA Googling this question on a Saturday. <laughs> and I there's some great resources out there out there that I'll text them and I also like, hey, like have you asked your parents this question? I would, you know, and pointing them to the to their parents so they can have those conversations yeah. too. But um they're 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 curious and they wanna know and I think they have the capacity to know and to go deeper and it's really cool to see that. That's awesome. Well, uh, if someone wanted to get involved with middle school yes. or to contact you, maybe they want to Google. Maybe they want to ask you questions. Oh, I'm my. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Only middle schoolers are allowed to ask Audra questions. Mm. No, um, but if people wanted to get involved or if they could just help out, what's the best way? Um, what are ways that they could do that? And what's the best way to get in touch with you? 
Absolutely. Fantastic question. Well, there's two emails that they can email. Um, we have a middle school email address, and it's middle school at westparkbaptist.org. Oh, look at that. How very convenient. I know. Very nifty. And if you need to reach me, it's a Cheney at westparkbaptist.org. Yes. And um, absolutely, I had a very impactful um, leader. Tara, do you remember Nona Platalero? Oh, yes. We love Nona. Nona was in her like late 70s, early six, early, wait, math. <laughs> like, how late, did that work? <laughs> late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, that's how that works. That's the order. Good job. Thank you. Um, when she was my seventh grade leader. That's awesome. And I met with her. We had our that ministry every Wednesday night, so we met in our groups. And she was so influential in my life. And I remember she told us she went, I think she went skydiving in her early 80s. Yes, I think she did. She was showing us pictures. I think pictures. you're right. I think you're right. And then she was showing us she pictures of wild. her in like a bright red Camaro. Yeah. And we're just she like, was hilarious. Oh. But one day, Tara, I got a call from her um, on a Saturday. Ministry happens on a Saturday. It does. It does. Ministry does happen on Saturday. It's 24-7 yeah, often. Um, but I got a call from her when I was in the seventh grade. She said, Audra, I want you to read the whole Bible in a year and you're ready for it. And I was like, that sounds so scary. And she said, I bought a book that has um, like 365 days divided out. So you read the whole Bible in a year. And it was a little bit of Old and New Testament yeah. all in one day. And she said, I'm going to give you this Bible at church on Sunday. And I think you're ready for this next step. And she cheered me on and it took me a year and a half, but I did it. And <laughs> that's awesome. I remember thinking like, wow, there's a lot of battles in the Old Testament. But doing that helped me become more familiar with scripture and setting me up well for the future. And so no matter what age you are, if you love Jesus and if you know it's important to help the younger generation with their questions and to help push them for that next step, there's a place for you in middle school ministry. Oh, yeah. And we have a lot of fun. We have so much fun along with that. So would love for people to, to pray through that and, and to pray what kind of impact do they, do they want to have. And they yeah. need to know that we've got a bunch of middle schoolers that are, that are ready um, to have adults pouring into them and um, to love them and point them to Christ. So always, always could use lots of people pouring into the students. And I have a lot of ways I can plug them into that ministry. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I hear that there's a question that you want to ask me. There is. Yes. I got asked a question in the last podcast I recorded. I might have to stop recording. <laughs> Listen, this not... reverse interviewing. I don't know. I don't know about it. We're not the only people that can be interviewed. Tara, you are also very interesting. Listen, <laughs> Colin told me he asked you questions. And I was like, what kind of questions did you ask Tara? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. You could take my questions. <laughs> Come up with like, your own questions. I have some of my own. So I like to ask my middle school volunteers this question. But once I ask you this, this means you are now a, a middle volunteer. school volunteer. Okay. <laughs> I asked I'm practically this. one by proxy. I was going to say. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm married to one. So there's that. Uh, Matthew uh, told our students that some people know him as Mr. Tara. <laughs> I love that. Bless his heart. <laughs> okay. So, Mrs. Tara, what were you like in middle school? Remind me what years we consider middle school. Because in some places it's different. Mm -hmm. So, 6th, 7th, and 8th? That's right. Okay. Well, I, uh, in 6th grade... Was the that was the very first time that I ever thought I'm gonna sing a solo? Really? 
Yes. And you've been singing solos ever since. Ever since. Love My it. very first solo I sang in the sixth grade at West Park when oh. we were in the old building, which is now the Chinese church down on Francis. That's right. Um, and I was terrified, but I loved to sing. And so I sang I sang a solo, and it, then oh. that was when I was like, hey, I think I could do this mm-hmm. on occasion. Do you remember what the song was? No, I don't even remember. Do you remember the solo? Sing it now. One, three, uh, two. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember singing and looking out in the audience and some people, now I had only, I had moved, um, middle school was awkward for me because Mm -hmm. I moved in the middle of my fifth grade year from another state. What? Yeah. So in the middle of fifth grade, during like the Christmas break, Mm -hmm. I moved to Knoxville. From Indiana, right? From Indiana. That's right. We have that connection. We do. Um, and I had started going to West Park school. And so I had that first, like the second part of my fifth grade year was like just getting to know people. There was a West Park school. Yes, there was, but it only went through sixth grade. Whoa. So I went, so this was during sixth grade at West Park. I sang my first solo and I remember looking out into the audience by this time. I kind of knew these people better Uh and I thought, Hey, they don't look like this is painful for them or Some of them were really smiling, like, oh, she can sing, you know. So as a sixth I think grader. As yeah. a sixth grader. So I was encouraged about that. So um then seventh grade was even strange because then, you know, West Park school ended at sixth grade. So then I had to go to another mm-hmm. new school for seventh grade. And I went to Temple out in Powell. Okay. And um made friends and it was great and everything. But then in eighth grade, that's when I realized, oh, hey, I can take voice lessons. I didn't even know that was a thing until oh, the eighth grade. Fun. Yeah. Because it was it was really cool for me because I, I wasn't in band. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have an instrument or anything like that. And I was not athletic. Painfully, still so today, oh. not athletic. So music became that thing like you're like, oh, this is where I fit in. This is what Absolutely. I can do. Mm-hmm. And that's where. So middle school was a little strange sometimes. But overall, understand. good. It was a musical three it years was, for you. It was very musical three years. I love that. I love that that's the time where like, the Lord was like, hey, like, I've given you this gift. I want you to use it. And I know you've blessed so many people with your voice. God oh, has used well, you. Thank you. All throughout the years. Whenever you sing a solo, my dad's always like, man, Tara can sing. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yes, yeah, she can. Thank you. Um, I enjoy it and I'm thankful for the opportunity mm-hmm. to do so. So let's talk about your middle school. Or wait, you look like you have another question. I have a follow-up. Oh, no. Okay, this is, this is yeah. Was there a trend back then oh. that you were all about? That I was about? A trend that I was about? You mean besides big hair? Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. <clears throat> no. I don't. I, wow, I've I have wiped them all from my, from my memory banks. Mm. That's sad. Yeah, I don't. When would that have been? No, I really no. I'm bad. No, it's okay. Not I don't. I don't remember. I'm sure there were some, but mm-hmm. I was very. Um, I was very kind of. I, I don't know. I had friends because Tanya Talent, oh, which yes. I talked about this in the high school podcast. Oh, Tanya I and I that. were really good friends. 
And then we had other friends, you know, that we still keep in touch with. We were kind of just our group and our trend was whatever each other wanted mm-hmm. to do. You know, it friendships are huge. Yeah. And I age. tell people friendships, the people that I made friends with were probably outside of like my parents and my youth pastor in mm-hmm. the church were the most influential. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's what I made. I mean, that was the biggest thing about middle school. I mean, that's when I met Tanya. So lifelong friends. Lifelong friends yeah. that were very influential and really steered me and guided me to continue on the right path. They, I mean, they were a good influence, mm-hmm. that's you know, awesome. and I think it's who you make friends with is very important. It is. So absolutely. I'm really sad with the trends. I have to think, I mean, yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Ooh, here you go. Light bulb. <clears throat> when I was in the fifth grade, this was the second half of fifth grade once I'd moved here. Puffy ski jackets, which, you know, they've come back. Mm-hmm. Like the ones like stuffed with feathers or yeah. something? Okay. Yeah, the big puffy ones. Um, I got one for Christmas, and it was pink, and you could zip the sleeves off and make <gasps> it a vest. Like, I was no way cool. Oh, yeah. And there was, like, maybe a little bit of purple on it or something. I don't know. Anyway... This kid sat behind me. His name was Travis. Oh, she remembers his name. I do. And you'll you'll understand why in a minute. Okay. And I had my new coat that I loved uh-huh. on the back of my chair. And Travis drank, you probably don't remember this, but used to when we were young, we'd go to school, we could purchase like a pint of milk or chocolate milk okay, or yeah. some kind of juice. There was a juice called Jungle Juice. Mm. People my age, I'm sure they remember. <laughs> Travis drank too much Jungle Juice. Oh, Tara. Travis lost his jungle juice on my coat. No. I was devastated. That was, it was sad. It was so sad. But I do remember the puffy coat trend. Poor thing. After that, I was like, okay, fine, forget Uh, it. Was that jacket salvageable? Yes, but it it just never felt the same again. (laughs) Or smelled the same. I'm like, I don't care how many times you Travis with his jungle juice. Jungle juice. Oh. Yeah, it happens. It does. One trend that I loved in middle school, and I wore it loud and proud. So, like, Bermuda shorts, yes. the ones that come to your knees. I mean, you know, those are yeah. still pretty in. Yeah. Um, But I loved the ones that were, like, plaid, but they had, like, not All just, the like, one plaid pattern yeah. and, like, neon colors. I always loved neon. But in, in middle school, I was always about, like, you know, neon pink and Pink and yellow were my colors. I was really into the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> really into the Jonas Brothers. But I, I also loved singing, and I was a part of choir. I did um, four different choirs mm. in middle school, which was a lot of fun. And I was in this all-women's co- choir. And I loved our instructor, and um, we had such a fun time. And I remember we went to try out for solos. And I thought, ooh, I'm going to try out for a solo because I had sang some solos um, in middle school and I decided to try out for this solo. And I sang it and my instructors went, hmm, sing it again. And I was like, oh, that can't be good. So (laughs) I sang it again and I remember thinking like, oh, this sounds awful. I'm not getting the solo. And he said, hmm, I'll be right back. I was like, where is he going? He goes inside the closet and gets like, like this African drum, like a gym bag. Okay, Congo. And he brings it back and he says, here, play this. And he does like a pattern on it. 
And then I like do the pattern again, and then he does another one, and then I, I do that pattern, and he goes, play this. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I think I'm I think I'm finding my spot. So he would pull me out of my classes <laughs> to the rest of that year to play the drums for his other groups. That's hilarious. And that's when I was like, man, I love percussion. Yeah. And so I started playing the drums a little bit at church. And then now I have a group coming up where I get to play drums. And I just I love that. So that kind of started um in middle school, which was a lot of fun. And then so I kind of found like I really love music, I love singing, I love percussion. And my mom was like, why don't you try out a sport? Let's just give it a shot. Oh. And I was like, oh, mama, like, I will, I'll try it. So I tried out for the volleyball team mm. and um, I like made it to the second cut and I was so shocked. And then I was approached by the coach and <laughs> she said, she said, Audra, you aren't good enough to be on the team but you're a great encourager. Will you be our manager? <laughs> because like I would like be like, all right, girl, you got this. Like I would encourage all the girls, yeah. and I was like, sure. So I was their manager, That's and so awesome. I got to go travel with their teams, and I got like their games, and I got a little T-shirt that said manager, and um, I would like you know run after the volleyballs yeah. when they would go all over the place, That's and awesome. I got to be a part of it, which was fun, but. That's fun. Not good enough. Not good. But I it's get okay. it. I still had fun. Uh, I laugh when I look back and think I tried out for cheerleading once. <sighs> what? I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking, man, so many of my friends are cheerleaders yeah. and they get to go on those away basketball games. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I should not be a cheerleader at all. But no, not but happening. You gave it. I tried. Your best. I tried. Yes. Um, trends. Well, I did think like you were talking about the neon colors. Mm -hmm. When I was in middle school, it was very popular. To have that dusty rose color Ooh. and gray. Uh -huh. That was like a thing forever. I don't oh. know why. Yeah, like everybody was really into pink and gray. Oh, yeah. It's a good color combo. Yeah. I think that color's coming back. Yeah. Anyway. Love well, it. Well, this has been a lot of fun. <sighs> Always fun talking with you, Dara. Good times. Oh, yes. But I'm very excited to see... What the Lord is doing in middle school Absolutely. ministry and how he's going to grow that and build relationships with those young ones that are coming up and mm -hmm. how they grow in the Lord. So I'm excited. Absolutely. And I will include in the show notes how they can get in touch with you. And um, But yeah, if you are the parent of a middle school child or if you know a middle school child, <laughs> encourage them. Encourage them to grow in their relationship with the Lord and Absolutely. encourage them to get involved. And um, so, yes, looking forward to it. Yes, we'd love to have them. And hey, if you're listening to this podcast, we would love for you to pray for the middle schoolers yeah. and then the, the families at West Park because um, there are just so many anti-Jesus messages yeah. in their face, yeah. in our faces at all times. So at we'd love times. for people to pray for this ministry, that students would come to faith, would believe in Jesus and would turn from the worthless things of the world yeah. and be anchored to Christ. So we'd love your prayers and would love your involvement. Yeah, and I think that's one of the best ways. I mean, you don't have to actively be in the middle school ministry mm -hmm. every week to pray for it. Exactly. And that is, that is a great reminder, constantly. Put lifting. us on your prayer list. Put me on your prayer list. I yeah. would love that. Lift, lifting that ministry up. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining me today. Thank and you. I'm sure we'll do this again would at some love point. love that. Thanks for joining us today, everybody, and we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you for listening to Impact the World. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Just look for the profile, West Park Baptist.